Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. Let me welcome my buddy from across the pond who decided to come here and stay in Arizona. And for the last two years, she's been doing her desert diaries, Sam Walker's Desert Diaries slash American Vigilante. Uh, she does podcasts. She was a 16-year veteran at, at BBC. And uh, I brought her in because I woke up and, and your uh, Great Britain's prime minister resigned. I was like, what? Liz trust didn't she just get I'm confused so she's gonna hopefully make some sense let me welcome my friend Sam Walker hi hi Karen how are you doing I am awesome you look great thank you for coming through I am always here for you you know that you know that and um you say you're confused I woke up no, I'm going to step, take a step back. Before I went to bed last night, I was tidying around my house and I was listening to British radio and they were talking about this absolute dumpster fire of a day in British politics, which follows on from the 40 previous days of dumpster fires of British politics or five years, however you want to look at it. And um, it was the latest thing that, you know, these very senior politicians had been basically bullied into voting a certain way for the government and they'd resigned and then they kind of went in and had a talk with the prime minister. And then it, it was announced, no, they haven't resigned. They're staying. And you're like, what is going on here? There were stories coming out of British government yesterday that grown men and women were crying. They were being forcibly pushed into the government chambers to vote. And it was like, what is going on? But then the big statement came out that these people who had not voted alongside the government, they were going to be severely punished. There was going to be, you know, reprimanded across the board. And it was all sort of this chest beating of, yeah, the prime minister's here to stay. And then I wake up this morning to a note from a friend of mine saying, what the actual F is going on in your country? Now your prime minister's gone. And I'm like, what now? What? So, um, man alive. I don't even know where to begin, Karen. <laughs> we've been talking since Brexit, you know. Um, yeah. And yeah. actually, we've been talking since you come to my class and, and help help me train these next journalists. Um, and it, I, I heard, I saw so many people say, why can't Americans have this much um, courage to step down when they're, it's like, why, okay, the Republicans need to, you know, follow suit and step down. I'm like, they aren't giving up this power. So what was the final straw that would make this woman like step down? Well, she's not the first, of course. And and what's interesting is you just mentioned that. I did a podcast this week. It's not out for a couple of weeks, but it was with Amanda Yanucci, you know, an amazing screenwriter. He wrote Veep, amongst many other amazing shows, and John Stewart. And Amanda Yanucci was hosting this, and he was trying to get an idea of whether British politics are following American politics. And one of the points I actually made was, look, Boris Johnson was pretty much forced to step down, right? The last sort of, you know, you remember Boris Johnson? He looked like a deranged scarecrow. That Mm -hmm. prime minister who lasted a couple of years, he was essentially booted out of office due to huge public pressure just 44 days ago because he lied repeatedly to the British public and also um, had a bunch of parties. Now, COVID restrictions in the UK were like COVID restrictions in the US dialed up to 11. People were literally not allowed to leave their homes except to go to the grocery store or doctors. They couldn't go and visit friends. They couldn't visit family. After months and months and months, they were allowed to meet outside but still stay six feet apart. 
it was a time of huge, huge kind of control to try and stop the disease spreading in a very tightly populated country. And what happened was people's parents died and they weren't allowed to hug their remaining family members because they were told to keep six feet apart and people stuck to this. People's children died in hospital and they were not allowed to be on the ward with them. This is how bad the restrictions were. It's horrific and heartbreaking. I had close family members who died and they were allowed eight people at their funeral and those eight people had to sit apart. You know, my cousin told me she wasn't allowed to hug her mother-in-law when her father-in-law died. But people believed and they stuck to it and they went through incredible pain. Do you know what the prime minister was doing at the time? He was having a party. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, he wasn't. He was having several parties several, in yeah. Downing Street, drinking, boozing. And he lied and lied and lied about these. Even when it all came out, there was drugs and, and drink going on, booze, while these people were literally having to watch their children take their last breath via FaceTime. It's horrific. So he gets pushed out. Now, he had a majority in the Commons, right? He, he had the majority of the votes for reasons. It all stems back to Brexit. I mean, how long have you got? But Liz Truss then pops up. Who voted? This is a bit of a pop quiz. Who voted for Liz Truss to be the Prime Minister of England? Boris Johnson? Or, or Brexit people? Uh, idiots? I don't know. Who? I mean, all, Tina, all of jump the, in. Jump yeah. in. This is like yeah, one of those I, Carlotta is, Berry a... quizzes. Uh, who? Exactly. Who voted? Who voted when members <laughs> of the Conservative Party? So think pale, male, stale. Basically, old white people <laughs> voted for that prime minister. Regular public couldn't vote. Not allowed to vote for the person who was then going to lead the country. So there was a leadership race between Liz Truss and, a, and a, an old chancellor called Rishi Sunak. Liz Truss wins. I heard so many commentators saying, she, she, she's the wrong person. She's, to put it bluntly... Not up for the job. She's not whip smart. I don't think she's got the political nows to do this. You know. Get, Wait, pause, one, Sam. So you're saying yeah. that Great Britain they ha- they have a requirement that people should be up for the job should have a because I don't think with, with Boris Johnson. <laughs> I mean, you're you're saying something as if like Boris Johnson was whip yeah. smart and the, you know like that's no longer oh, a standard. But Karen, but Karen, he used to host game shows and he was a bit posh, but he had funny messy hair and he's called Boris. So that's kind of cute and endearing right this is how the press put this guy forward oh it's boris he hosted quiz show. oh boris oh all the time he's completely grinding the country into the ground this is a guy who was anti-brexit until he thought oh hang on i could get further on if i support brexit okay i'm gonna support brexit the same with liz truss she was also an anti-brexit and then kind of twizzled around when she saw the way that she thought popular opinion was going a british newspaper had a webcam that they launched a few days ago with a picture of liz truss a photograph in a frame of her and a lettuce and the webcam says which will last longer the lettuce or liz truss and And we know the lettuce is one. Definitely the lettuce one. And, yeah. and, and a little in-joke is that it was a Remain lettuce and then people who supported Brexit were called Leavers and people who supported staying in the EU were called Remainers. So Liz Truss was beaten by Remain. But this is a very long way of telling you, you know, during this podcast I did, we talked about the fact that at least there is that mechanism within the UK to get rid of unpopular leaders. 
So it has happened. You know, Theresa May, before Boris Johnson, she resigned because the party wasn't behind her. But, you know, in 44 short days, Liz Truss <laughs> has seen the death of the monarch. She's seen... I think she's on her third chancellor now, the guy in charge of all the money. Right. Her third I, I, I leaned secretary. into the black, the black dude. Uh, what's his name? Kwame Quarteng. Uh, Kwasi Quarteng, unfortunately, Quasi. absolutely bonkers. Yes. You know, this is, the, you know, super smart guy. But this is the guy who went, I know the country's in a really big trouble after COVID and all the money that was paid out due to furlough payments. I know what I'll do. I will cut tax for the rich. Because we all know trickle-down economics works a treat, right? Uh, I mean, someone someone quoted and quipped and went, oh, this is a great idea. I've just seen a homeless guy in the street begging for food. What I'm going to go and do is take $10 and put it through uh, the mailbox of the biggest house in the fanciest street I can, because eventually that money will get to the homeless guy, right? I mean, that is the sort of policy that they adopted. And guess what? The pound crashed to the lowest level since the 1970s. Uh, I mean, the markets just collapsed. The Bank of England had to spend billions of pounds propping up the UK economy. And she managed all this in 44 days. I mean, man alive. It's quite extraordinary. So what do we, I I was uh, watching CNBC this morning and a bunch of other, um, you know, real news outlets. And... (laughs) They were saying that Boris Johnson could possibly come back. Did you hear that? Did you hear that Boris Johnson could possibly come back? How does this work? Somebody needs to make this make sense, Sam. Sam Walker is here. Cena Gasnaby is here. The number is 866-801-8255. Any people from across the pond want to weigh in, please call. What what is happening? Why Why would that be possible for him to come back? Well, it's possible. Because of the kind of machinations of of bureaucracy and kind of age old British politics, essentially, the Conservative Party, kind of like the GOP, you know, that's the kind of equivalent in in the UK. Apart from they're not as right as the GOP, although there are some members within the Conservative Party, like these just ex um, Home Secretary, who who are very right-wing. And essentially it's what happened with Brexit, the party pretty much split between the sort of more moderate members of the Conservative Party and the more right-wing members of the Conservative Party who want super low taxation, no immigration. I mean, yeah, 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 you've heard it all before, right? It's the kind of right-wing playbook. So what's happened is these two parties have split. So Liz Truss was pretty much seen as the more right-wing candidate. So she therefore brought into her cabinet the Kwasi Kwartengs and the Suella Bravamans, who are somewhere right of, I can't even think of anything much more right than them in that country. And guess what? They weren't experienced. They didn't know what they were doing. (laughs) They'd never been in the job. They had no qualifications to be there. But they ticked the box to support her and she rewarded them with a big, good job. So... They then lasted five minutes and have been kicked out. So, and I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. I do not believe this at all. There are some people who think, well, at least Boris didn't totally screw it up. He only lied. He only repeatedly lied. He only broke his own rules, but he didn't crash the pound. He didn't trash the economy. Better the devil, you know? I mean, that's literally the stage that the country of my birth is now at. How much of uh, what has happened with under Liz Truss' leadership or her former leadership yeah. was a uh, macro issue for the global economy, or was it a lever that she pulled or her? It was a lever her... she absolutely pulled. So a couple of weeks yeah. ago, 
um, she announced this mini budget because, you know, the country, like most countries, is facing higher inflation, you know, gas prices. You think you've got high gas prices in the States? Ah, you ain't seen nothing. You know, they are absolutely off the scale over the pond. I live in Arizona and people are going completely insane that dollar, uh, it's $5 a gallon of gas. And I'm like, it's like 12 12 equivalent dollars in the UK. You know, it's it's so different. But, you know, things were struggling, like you said, in the kind of macroeconomics of the world. Not many places are having a great time at the moment. The problem is because the British government decades back deregulated energy, water, all these services that we all need and turned them over to private companies. They used to be state controlled, which means they were capped. Now you've got an energy crisis in the UK where my father, who's nearly 80, lives on his own. He's got a teeny tiny house, kind of two and a half bedrooms, one sitting room, one kitchen. That's it. He lives on his own. His energy bills were £90 a month. So, oh, now $90 oh. because they've, they've trashed it all. It's now £425 a month. That's wow. how much his energy bill has gone up. Hasn't happened in France or Germany or Spain or any of the countries that still have regulated energy. But because of previous actions from the Conservative Party, the energy has gone through the roof. What happened when Liz Truss announced this mini budget in which she said, I'm going to cut tax for the rich. I'm going to cut huge tax cuts for the rich was kind of the major part of this budget. The pound crashed to virtually par- virtual parity with the dollar. The markets went completely berserk and everything fell apart. The Bank of England had to prop up the um, the economy of the UK. I, I forget the exact figure if it's five or six billion, but it's in the billions. And interest rates went through the roof. So people who have mortgages, there have been so many horrendous stories coming out of the mm. UK. Families who have mortgages and they're paying, what, the equivalent of £600 a month? Now... It's 1100 Bang. Overnight. How are pe- people literally cannot survive this winter. They're already talking about blackouts. And Whoa. this is the fault of one party. It's horrendous. Well, it looks like very much like what we're dealing with here. There's a par- is What's the, the relationship, you know, and it, I know it goes back to the 1700s, but it, it feels like, uh, once again, parent and child. That, you know, we, we work in unison, Great Britain and America. We are in concert with one another. Uh, we elect a buffoon, you elect a buffoon. We, you know, <laughs> we have economic crisis, you have economic it's, It feels like that. Um, what hope can you, do you see, Sam? Sam Walker's here, veteran journalist, BBC, etc. I mean, the fact is that, you know, the public are now calling for a general election. They're talking about, again, just sort of a coronation of a new Tory leader, one which might be, you know, the overprivileged scarecrow himself, Boris Johnson. There's a couple of other names being thrown around as well. There's some terrifying right wing extremist names being thrown around as well. I cannot believe there is not a general election. This will be the third Tory leader appointed since a general election. What is going on? Imagine if, if President Biden stepped down tomorrow and Kamala Harris went, no, I'm done. And they went, um, oh, who should Nancy, we pick? Nancy let's Pelosi. Just, that, we have yeah, a secession. It'll be Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. But then but then if she went, no, I'm, I'm, I'm over it. I want to just sit at home and read a book. And, be, and, and uh, then. It would be, what's that? Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland. He would be next. All right. Because what was that? The. Oh, that, that show. show. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be, yeah, it'd be Keith or no, there was one where he like became the president. It was like it was like uh, yeah, everybody uh, got killed, and oh, then yes, it was like yes, the secretary yeah, yeah. of yeah, yeah. you know energy yeah. or interior became the president. 
designated survivor yes yeah a process in there but i mean if there's not a general election who wants this job because there will be a general election in two years in england so whoever takes this role on as prime minister they're going to lose that general election. They, they can't win it. It's, you know, the, the approval ratings for the Tories now are virtually in minus figures. So who wants that job? Who wants to be the fall guy and the puppet for the last two years of the Tory party slowly limping to its own death? Could- Only surely somebody who doesn't have actual political ambitions will, will want to take that job. So is England just going to have to stick it for the next two years? If a general election can't be forced, ah. And you can't. Yeah, there's um, there's also that you could do like uh, the prime minister could call a snap election yeah. for something, right? Could do. Uh, could do. But Can why would they do them. that if they're in power for the next two years? I guess is that what you're saying? Yeah, maybe. Which is then, as I said, quite frightening because they know they've only got two years. They know they can't win the next election because so much has been awful and so much has gone wrong. So what are they going to do in those next two years? All the mm. things that they want to do that would be hugely unpopular with the public, they think, well, sod it. Don't matter, does it? We're out anyway. So let's just do the things that's going to raise our game a little bit more personally. Little aside, Quasi Kwarteng, the chancellor for about five minutes, the one who managed to crash the entire economy. The day before his budget was <laughs> announced, he went to a party which there was a champagne reception of hedge fund managers he said, hey, this is what I'm doing tomorrow. I'm going to cut this tax here and I'm going to cut that tax there. Oh, no. And they went, oh, guess what? They then they shorted, shorted the, the market. pound. Yes, of All course of they them. shorted. So those people became multimillionaires and my father <sighs> has got a four, you know, 400% rise in his gas bill. So, oh, and and, and she, she selected the scapegoat black man, right? Because she needed a scapegoat and, and he took the job because that's how that works. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, so I'm sorry, Cena. Jump on in. I just wanted to say that. Uh, I also read that. um, Is it true that the pensions, the public pensions were leveraged like the like kind of like how we had CDOs and credit default swaps and stuff like that? Like or maybe not. They were like leveraged in the sense of like the the country was borrowing against the future pensions of their Correct. And then, so like Goldman Sachs why... was trading on it. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Exactly that. And that is why the Bank of England had to jump in and prop that that pot <laughs> up. Otherwise, everyone so... would have lost their pensions. <laughs> All the people in the UK would have lost their pensions, pretty much. And now, the Tories were elected on the promise that there is a triple lock on the pension. So, if you're an 85 year old person receiving uh, 180 pounds a week which isn't very much to live on. If you're receiving that after working for 60 years of your life, you were Mm -hmm. guaranteed by the government that that would rise with inflation, with wages, and I completely forget the third one, interest rates. It would would rise. So you absolutely guarantee that it's going to be worth the same. This week, they tried to renege on that. They still might renege on that because, oh, times are hard. Times are hard, don't forget. So they're actually, again... The little guy is having food taken off the table and the rich guy's there with his hedge fund drinking champagne. And it's it sounds like a bad movie. It really wow. does. And it sounds like some ridiculous, you know, that you're demonizing this party. But it's really hard not to do that because the facts and the evidence are there. I've never said this, I think, about the U.S. economy. Um, but we can't leverage pensions the way that the U.K. government <laughs> That no, doesn't that, happen. You think, you know, I, yeah, I, I, I think that's a. I don't think I've ever heard myself say like, "Wow, the U.S. economy is like really 
they're very much more fair in, the, in that sense. In, so <laughs> let me ask this: eight six six eight zero one eight two five five. Sam Walker is here, veteran, uh, veteran journalist, BBC. Of course, she's got her own pat, podcast from the deserts. What? What? Sam Walker's Sam you, Walker's uh, Desert Diaries. Yeah. Desert what, Diaries, what is it like yes. to move from the rainy suburbs of Victorian England to the desert? Uh, okay. the, the short answer is quite wild. Uh, but <laughs> okay, is it is that good or? I mean, oh the air, no, it's been the air yeah, quality been, is good. Yeah, it's been a complete roller coaster. But you know, I'm I'm lucky enough. What started out of me just doing like a little weekly update for BBC Radio turned into a podcast, and it's won a, won a bunch of awards. So it's been really really fun to do. Really good. And uh, yeah, what what when, about um Sadiq uh, Khan? Does he have Sadiq a Khan. shot? Does Sadiq Khan, the mayor of London, no. does he have a well, shot to be? He's a Labour. He's a Labour mayor, so he's a different party. Mm-hmm. So, so it has I mean, to Boris be from Johnson. this party. It has to be from this party. Your oh, next prime minister. Yeah. 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 Unless there's a general election in which public can actually vote. This is okay. what's driving me All right. up so insane. If, if, so the public could vote. Do you think Sadiq Khan would have a shot at being prime minister? Well, he hasn't stood at being an MP yet. So he's currently a mayor. So he's mayor of London. Mm-hmm. Um, Sadiq Khan would have to then become an MP in order to, to have what a shot at being leader of the party. What is that? Member of parliament. I guess uh, I guess like a senator. It's like he's governor at the moment. Okay. Of a, but but well, mayor of a city, but you know, so it's a y'all, big city, big city. Y- y'all can't just pluck leaders from just being great leaders. You you have you know, to they Karen, have to we have ca- a... we, yeah. We we can't <laughs> have somebody who perhaps has had a, a carnival a career in the uh, oil or engineering industry, made several billion dollars and then he buys himself into a Senate seat. No, that could never happen. Okay. That doesn't happen. So he can't be actually... a re- reality TV show talk show host and then run for president. He can't do that. Well, you can because that's pretty much what Boris Johnson did. But there are steps in between. So okay. Boris Johnson became mayor of London. He became MP, but he's kind of was known generally within the public as being a journalist and writer and a TV host before that. But yeah, okay. you can't quite make that leap of um, you know get a reality TV show puppet to a massively corrupt criminal. Wow. Would, would the equivalent in America be if like we had a general election here and the popular vote was for the Democrats, then for the next four years, we could yeah. uh, elect a president and then pull that president if we didn't like him and then put, put a new person I in. Mean, Is that the idea? Yeah, it, it's similar. But I mean, it's not like the public pulled Boris Johnson. Right. It was huge, but they kind of did because there was so much anger for what he did by having parties flouting his own rules lying and funnily enough this is a man who's had several children with several different women extra marital affairs you know it's clearly a how sam make that make sense who is doing Uh, this we need to (laughs) what is happening he's the sperm donor we've all asked for nobody asked for (laughs) (laughs) so so you know the the public you know, MPs would go around their constituencies, you know, their sort of cities and areas where they lived and say, hey, I'm from the Conservative Party, the Tory party. And people would say, I hate Boris Johnson. I hate him. I hate him. He's a liar. I'm never voting for you again. So they they go back to Parliament and go, holy smokes, folks, if, if we don't get this guy out, we're going to lose. Our party's going to lose. And that's kind of how the pressure works from the public to remove that person. But, um, you know, those those mechanisms do still exist within British politics in a way that they do not here. So what's next? Um, what should we be looking for? So she steps down. Nobody just 
replaces her automatically, right? You have to wait for well, what? Well, it's going to be announced on the 28th of October. So you have eight days of told. no leadership? You have no leadership. Well, no, she, she's still officially prime minister. She has announced her resignation. She's still officially prime minister for another eight days until her replacement. It's going to be a complete, there's a phrase in England called a bun fight, which, you know, is kind of, you imagine a, a kid's sort of tea party where everyone just loses the plot and starts throwing food at each other. A bun is like a little cake. So it's going to be a bun fight. You know, the Tory party are going to be like, ah, all clamoring to try and get the person that they know is going to treat them well and give them a job in power. That's what they're going to go for. I, pre- I think probably a lot of Boris Johnson's detractors are probably thinking, holy shit, he might be coming back. That means I'm out of a top job. So there's going to be chaos behind the scenes now. Unless, I mean, who knows? I woke up today with no Prime Minister of Britain. Who knows tomorrow we might wake up and find out something else has constitutionally changed. Okay. Who knows anymore? Right. Uh, I don't know. I think what we need to do is perhaps find a remote island, Karen, oh, and uh, like we'll that. just go and live on it. Just I already know the island. I picked it out, but I think they're going to shoot us on site. So I'm looking for one adjacent to this island. You know, the island where people, you know, come to try to convert them to Christianity. They hit you with a poison dart and then they drag your ass up onto the beach. You know that island? What? You're familiar with that island? What? You know, you like wasn't that like a Martin Short and Danny Glover movie? Was no, that? No, no, what? no, no. Um, let me tell you who the, these uh, Sentinelese people, uh, the North Sentinel Islands. Are you you're not familiar with this? I'm not familiar. I'm All thinking right, probably uh, that's North Sentinel no, not Indigenous the way I people. Go. They via, they they have you know they have their own island. They don't want to be bothered, and they're protected by the law. Yeah. Like, if you step into their waters, oh. you can catch this smoke. That's what we need. That. That's danger ground laws. There. Yes. Danger ground. In the water, though. So you come up, you get that, that, you know, right in the dart in the neck, and then they drag you, and they, I don't know what they do. It's terrible. Yeah. Don't come up there talking Jesus to me. I mean, the, the way things are going, that's almost preferable. Um, I like that. So we'll see. <laughs> I, t- I said if I could just annex just a piece of their island, I won't bother them. You know, like (laughs) just we can all live in peace. Let's go to Terrence. Uh, Terrence in Houston. We got some callers. Sam Walker is here. Cena Gaznaby, 866-801-8255. Terrence in Houston, you're on. Hey, Karen, how are you? I love the show, Urban View. Shout out to y'all. You do such a good job. This conversation just got me wondering because I was observing all this stuff. And hello to your guests. Uh, I was just curious because we coming off the summer here in Texas and boy, the electric bills were so much and the gas bills and whatnot. I, what caught my ear when, when Liz Truss, when she started, she was saying she was going to help the British people pay for their extraordinarily large gas bills. And I haven't seen in any of the coverage, what if, is that dead? Like, are the people just without help now? Or is that, like, in the air? And then can the king, like, call for an election? Or how do y'all get an election? Oh, Terrence. Terrence, <laughs> Terrence, Terrence. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to keep it short. So you're, you're right. You, you're absolutely right. Liz Truss did promise that she was going to put an energy cap. And she said she was going to cap people's bills. I think it was £2,000 a year. And they weren't going to pay more than £2,000 a year. And that was a promise. And then it turns out that, in fact, what's happening is... You're being lent the money to pay your bill 
by the energy company, which you will then eventually have to pay back further down the road. So this kind of 500 pounds. Oh, we're giving you all 500 pounds. Yay. Oh, hang on. You're not actually giving it me. You're just loaning it me. Then it transpires. She switched up again and said, actually, this help is only really going to end in, I think, the latest one. And forgive me because it's changed a bunch of times. Um, the last one was, oh, we're still going to do it and we're going to help you out, but we're only going to help you out till April, okay? And in fact, what all the experts are saying is this winter's going to be tough, but it's the next winter where, holy smokes, it's going to be really bad. And on top of that, this is only for people in their own homes. If you own a business, you're on your own. You are on your own. And I heard one man who runs a fish and chip shop. You know the British delicacy fish and chips, right? So it's kind of the little central hub of the town, fish and chips, big deal in England. And his energy bills used to be um, £11,000 a year, right? £11,000 to run his entire cafe, business, store, restaurant, whatever you want to call it. When he was given a new estimate by the energy company, should we take a little guess? Do you want to wager what £11,000 is going to jump to? Mm, I'm going to say almost oh. double. 20? 20,000? 78,000 What? Holy shit! <laughs> Wait, that's a lot of cod. All right, this do you put a, vinegar? Yeah. You put vinegar or tartar? Do you have tartar sauce? Is, it, is that an American thing? No. Is tartar oh, sauce? For that, no, that, Karen, you don't what? eat it when it's that expensive. You wear that around your you neck wear, you at wear, that you, point. You, you, you wear the fish's bra, is, is you nipple wear covers. wear the fish. Okay. <laughs> what the hell? I'm just curious though, Sam. Do you use tartar sauce or vinegar on your on your fish and chips? Right. You have this is okay, this is law. So depending on where you live in the UK, we might be a very small collection of countries, but we okay. have very, very different views on this. So vinegar generally on chips, maybe a little bit on the fish. Tartar sauce should not be touch your chips. Should not touch and the by, chips. By chips, I'm talking fries, of course. I'm talking big yeah, about fries. Fries, yeah. Uh so Tartar sauce can sit near the fish. It must not touch. If you're in the north of England, you don't have tartar sauce. You have gravy. Gravy? Gravy with on your chips. Like, what's the gravy made from? Is, is it ketchup? Is that ketchup? No. No. What? It's no, Beef this gravy? Is big, this is the one of my issues with gravy? this country. Is that so you have gravy. beef and fish together on the... No. On the, kind of like uh, a vegetarian gravy, but it's a big, but thick, what's the brown, sauce? goopy gravy. Okay. It's but it's kind so of like flour and you butter know, you and get like vegetable bouillon. You, make, okay. you kind of all make right. it okay. with that. All right. right, all right, all right. But and also curry sauce, chips and curry sauce. That Very sounds delicacy. fire. That sounds okay. I so that's the that. that's the that's the Caribbean. Like that. That's that Windrush. They done brought that curry. Uh, yeah. The Indians brought that curry yeah, over yeah. too. Yeah, that's yeah. I love that. But don't okay. touch the fish with it. Yeah. But only on the chips. Only on the chips. The, chips. The yeah. fish, just the tartar sauce. Or if you want, if you're a heathen like me catch up oh okay that's okay. why we're friends yeah, yeah. that's what i'm talking yeah. okay about. there Walker, we go you better do that all right let's go back to the phones 866-801-8255 thank you terrence mike in tennessee you're on with sam walker hey uh karen um Hi. you mentioned uh in, and good afternoon everybody um you guys mentioned a few minutes ago that there's a possibility that boris johnson could be reinstalled as the prime minister and as crazy as that may sound We've actually got a mechanism, and it, it's a little bit out there, but it's legally can, possible where Trump can actually be put into the White House uh, as soon as uh, next year. 
because what? I didn't know this until, yeah, I did not know this until a couple of years ago. Stop but it. the Stop. Speaker of the House does not have to be a member of Congress, and I didn't know that. What? And what? with the Speaker of the House third in, third in line to become mm-hmm. president, mm-hmm. if Republicans actually take office and have enough votes, they can act, and they have enough votes to remove uh, the president and the vice president, then the Speaker of the House is third in line. Right, and that would be McCarthy. I know that sounds crazy. That would be McCarthy. Not Trump is not even on the ballot. What are we talking about? He doesn't have to be. Oh, interesting. I'm be. seeing like that I here. Said, the Speaker yeah. of the House does. Yeah, the Speaker of the House doesn't have to be an elected member of anything. Oh they my can just God! Get somebody oh, off please the make that. Where's North Sentinel? How do I get? It's to just North never. Sentinel? It's just don't never say, happened. Don't say this out loud. I know. That's what I want. I was oh, trying to no. stop him, but now it's out. We can't put it back in. <laughs> yeah, we can't put it back in. That's what happens. That's what so, happens. Go ahead. Wait. So Trump would be back in the. How would Trump get back to the White House? Because then, it would make can... him Speaker of the House. And they would impeach oh. and then convict because they would have the House. That's why Raphael Warnock, y'all got to vote, damn it. So they would have the House and the Senate the way they did in the second term of the first term of Obama, the mm-hmm. midterms. And then they could install, remove Nancy Pelosi because uh, the leadership would be Republican. Yeah, they yeah. could install Trump as Speaker of the House. And then, and then, and then he would impeach and remove both the both president the, yes, and, and the, the vice, vice president. president. Yeah. Man, they didn't even do that on that on these weird TV shows. They haven't okay, done that. But so that's, I don't, that's they also don't storm the Capitol on TV shows, right? So, Thank I mean... you. Yeah, Sam, <laughs> anything true. is possible. Where is North <laughs> Sentinel? And how do we get a jet plane there? So, you know, I, got, I bring my own bags and stuff, bring some fish and chips. All right, Sam. I'm what not you going know? with you. Get a dart in the neck. Are you crazy? Are you, you're going to be out front. You get the first dart, and I'll be like, the first I come in peace. Saw, that doesn't make me want to go. Oh, yeah. come on, Cena. This will be fun. It'll be fun. I'll wait oh, for you. She kidnapped me. My yeah, hairy did, chest yeah. would be like, yeah, he must right. be it a would, native. Your hair will absorb all of the poison, <laughs> and it would just just dissipate. <laughs> Sam Walker, what do you know about Rishi Sunak? So Rishi Sunak, um, Dishy Rishi, as he's called, because Dishy Rishi. Uh, I mean, this is amongst sort of middle class women. No, Dishy Dishy in England means attractive. <laughs> oh, oh, so dish, okay. Dishy means attractive. So <laughs> oh, if you kind you... of go, oh, he's Dishy, it means oh, he, he's he sexy oh, and attractive. Okay. Okay. So he's, he's, you know, he's quite a good looking guy. So Dishy Rishi. Lots of people, you know, women of a certain age maybe uh, would flutter their eyes when he came on TV. And you know what? He did an amazing job during the pandemic of supporting people, uh, small businesses and um, and employees. He kind of forgot people who were self-employed, which is a lot of people I know uh, struggled a lot under the pandemic. But he came in and when Boris Johnson stepped down, he stood up and went, right, I'm an actual economist. I know what I'm talking about. This is the direction the country needs to go in. And all the kind of hard right Brexiteers of the party went, oh, no, 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 no. We don't want higher taxation. No, 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 no. But it's going to support all these people and it's going to help with the energy crisis. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not what we do. So even though he had this super sensible plan in a lot of people's eyes, and I'm not an economist, I can't dive deep on that. He was up against Liz Truss. They were the final two candidates. Remember, the only people who could vote for them were pale, male, stale, old Tory members, not regular members of the public. And he didn't win. And a lot of people went, racism? Yes. Because he's brown. <laughs> or a lot of people... 
Yeah, or a lot of people also said, but we don't want higher taxation because, you know, we are the party of free enterprise and sure. business and all the other sure. things they trot out. So he put- br- brilliantly, when there was a big conference for the Tory party, was asked, well, are you going to go to the conference? And he went, no, I'm going to let Liz have her moment, which was the most <laughs> wonderful burn ever. But, you know, he's a multi, 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 multi millionaire man. His wife is multi, multi, multi millionaire woman, both incredibly successful business people why would he want the job why isn't he on that beach with us karen is what i want to know uh, because but- because there's never been an indian prime minister and there's never been a non-white prime minister and this would be there dope and he's a taurus and we like we have goals we like we like to uh well he's a green things. card holder until and a lot of people were very angry about that that he still held on to his green card no, i'm blaming he's got a house in santa monica <laughs> i know hey, right hey, and everyone's like oh he's not committed bets. to the british way because yeah. he's got a green it's like oh get over yourself okay I, i'm gonna put my money on on dishy rishi and we'll see what happens sam uh we have to go thank you so much for coming through Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You can listen to The Karen Hunter Show live every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.